Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. We talk to CEOs, entrepreneurs, lots of athletes, um, and again, just people that are, are doing things that hopefully we can take bits and pieces away from what they're doing and, and uh, transfer some of them to our own lives as well. So um, I have a really special guest coming up. Just before we kind of jump into that, um, this episode is brought to you by Third Z. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Third Z um, is uh, a sponsor of ours, and they they create natural products that help athletes and high performers get better quality rest and recovery from physical and mental stress. So their PM Recovery Collagen is a melatonin-free, sedative-free drink powder that helps you get the best quality rest while supporting joint and muscle repair as well. So you take a scoop before bed, and you wake up a lot more energized, ready to take on your busiest days, whether it's at work or maybe your toughest workout the next day too. So go to thirdz, that's T-H-I-R-D-Z-Z-Y.com and use the code B-I-B-M-20 and you get to save uh, 20%. So, um, and, and jumping into our, our interview today, really happy to, to welcome back, actually, Christmas Abbott to the podcast. Um, if you don't know Christmas already, um, she is a real trailblazer in many, many ways. She's served overseas. She's been a team CrossFit Games competitor in the past, competitive weightlifter, best-selling author, influencer, entrepreneur, and now a talent agency owner, which I know we'll talk a little bit about. Reality TV star, of course, a lot of people will know her from that. Um, and also NASCAR's first ever um, female pit crew member so lots of trailblazing things there and uh and i know christmas since we had you on the show last time um lots has happened one of the the bigger things is that you've actually uh, got married to your big brother all-star uh, co-star uh, co uh, memphis garrett so maybe i'll ask that to, to start with how's uh, married life been so far uh, well it's, it's still new yeah. um, we haven't even been married a year you know we we met on the show in august 2020 Came out, started dating in November, got married a year, a little, a little bit more than a year later. And yeah. yeah, it's almost a year. This month will be a year so yeah. that we've been married. So we just <laughs> jumped in, I guess. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of really, really fun, exciting things, you know? Very cool. And and now, actually, that's kind of a question, too, is that when you, um, uh, I mean, you've been a very, um, uh, like, independent, driven person, and, and uh, you know, he has businesses and everything else, too. How has, like, a lot of people, I'm sure, that listen to this is, you know, that's combining kind of two families like that. Uh, um, you know, has that been a challenge? Is, are there things that uh, surprise you about kind of how that came together? I mean, so we both had one son each and what surprised us both was like how, how well they got along immediately. Like when they first met, they were just like instant best friends yeah. and they, you know, as, as individual, like, like single children, but then now as a blended family, yeah. they really like, they shine in all of their own little ways. And 
it's kind of like, it's just been really amazing to watch. And that surprised us. I don't know what we expected, but we just, I guess they, we just didn't expect them to bond so much so quickly. And that's been really, really amazing to just kind of watch blossom and sometimes hit heads. Uh, you know, also like yeah. merging two households has been challenging, but that's, that's challenging for anybody. Yeah. And the great thing is, is that he saw what I woke up without makeup and like, you know, before. yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> technically we didn't even live together until we got married. So <laughs> yeah, been, you, you it, well, and you like, did live together quite a bit, I guess on the show, right? Like technically in the same space and everything else. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true too. Very cool. Really like, uh, it's been really amazing to, to like tackle these things together, you yeah. know, and it's, yeah. it's, that's a different experience than I've ever had before. Yeah. Now, yeah. one of the things that, that I think also probably makes you very relatable is that, um, you know, you've been an athlete all your life and all those things. I know that you also had some health issues this year too, which I'm sure there's that kind of, um, you know, a difficulty to go through that. How was that to persevere through when you have always been used to being super active and probably couldn't be anywhere near as active as you normally would have been? Well, yeah, I've had a couple of challenges and I was actually a later in life athlete too. So I really only started yeah. working out in my twenties and then I was a competitive athlete in my thirties, which is really <laughs> odd to think about. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, I, I ran wild and did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done in my teens. So I yes. kind of reverse engineer, I, as I do with everything on my, also my life, I reverse engineer it. <laughs> uh, but you know, after I broke my foot, I couldn't compete anymore. It just was too much for me for like my, I had 10 bones broken in my midfoot. So that was like career ending for my athletic ability at the time. And then I had a cesarean. My baby was just too big, nine yep. pounds, yep. no, no arguments. And then last year I had two ruptured discs in my neck. I kind of had a little bit of an incident while we were overseas traveling and it just, it debilitated me for the last year. So actually I just got surgery um, a couple months ago, and I've been able to work out for the first time in a, a year. So oh, wow. it's been kind of wild because it's when you tie yourself so much into your physical ability. Yeah. And then I think a lot of athletes can, like, especially a lot of competitive athletes go through this. Suddenly that's ripped away from you and your, your identity is like, wait a minute, but like, this is like, not, this is not my body. This is not like, this is not my attitude. This is yeah. not how I feel well. Um, and you find other ways to have to channel that. That is, I learned it a few years ago, but I really, really was able to flip it around this year, this past year, um, you know, especially with the help of, of Memphis and the family, but being able to find purpose outside of that too, in a bigger, yeah. more influential way, which actually brought me to a lot new, a lot of new uh, adventures with yeah. Uh, work. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, and we'll get to that. Maybe just for those people who haven't, aren't familiar with some of your, your backstory about, you know, how um, you, you did kind of, uh, you know, you had a, a real kind of uh, risk taker mentality when you were young and all of those things. That's like, I guess the nice way to say it. And, but then, <laughs> yeah. then you did kind of have that, um, you know, experience where kind of the switch flicked a little bit and you decided to to kind of do something different with your life tell us just a little bit about that and so people kind of understand where you've come from from that end you know I really love this story and I haven't dug into a lot of the details which I'm working on right now I'd like to continue to try and tell that story because I think that the yeah. you know people wake up one day and they decide to change their life that's really nice but most people just struggle to find out how to change their life most people struggle to find out like what's their next purpose and that's what I hear all the time. They're like, oh, but but how did you figure it out? Um, I was really kind of fortunate enough and maybe unfortunate enough where 
I had like the epiphany because I had bombs coming into the camp that I was living in. So I was working in Iraq as a contractor. And the first few weeks I was there, we had incoming to the camp. And, you know, when you know that you're in a war zone, like when you know that you're in this situation that is so uh, electric mm-hmm. and also dangerous, you have one of two ways to go. You're either going to lean into the destruction or you're going to flip it and figure out what you have to do to for yourself to survive um, and not just survive but like start to thrive and that's what happened it just flipped me whenever I realized that I was making all the decisions to end up eventually taking my own life then I decided that actually I wanted to live and I didn't have the mindset then of I'm worthy of this you know I'm gonna do all these good things and I'm gonna live perfectly it was all about just like, I want something better. And I had to decide every day, every decision, is this better? Or is this going to put me back to where I was basically in my own prison of my, my, my personal defeat, right? Like yeah. that victimism uh, that we have all the time that we don't even know that we have it. And so, I mean, it came down to that. It was that simple. I want something better. And then how do I make that decision? And that really catapulted this um, now avalanche of where I am in my life. Yeah. And I, I love that. You know, it's, it is that simple. And yeah. you don't have to know what to do. You don't have to know how to do it. You just have to be able to take, you know, make that decision. I want something better and then take action. It can be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you still have to just do it. Well, and, and so related to that, you have... Um, a number of times taken a real risk to do something new. I mean, you know, and, and probably things that, um, you know, it's not just a risk personally. There are things where, like I, I think of if you were the first, um, you know, pit crew member in NASCAR, no, a, a female pit crew, you know, that's that's a male-dominated area. Even CrossFit, when you were doing it, and, you know, it was probably a pretty kind of male-dominated, um, you know, sport at that time because it's a little different now, probably thanks to people like you. Um, but and anytime you did those things like how do you how did you like is it something that's innate in you just to take that risk or is it something that you've developed over time I I for sure believe it's a development people are like oh you just do what you feel I'm like "Mm, if it scares me I know that there's something inside of me telling me that I'm limiting myself so with like I've, I've talked about this a lot how you lean into your fear embrace it you know like embrace failure that is the learning process. And that is what you have to go through to discover what you love, what you don't love, what loves you. Like I've, you know, I've been in some situations where, you know, I found something interesting and I was really good at it, but I didn't love it. Right. So it just, it really is about the willingness to try and failure is only for me, my definition of failure is only if you quit. So if you don't even try it, of course you failed because you haven't even started. And it's, it really is that mindset of if you want something different, you have to do something different. So for me, it was, okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but eventually I'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I still have that like approach. So no, it, it was not something that, you know, people think that, that, that I was that way just because of my wild youth, but my yeah. wild youth was a result of my my traumatic childhood and I was in survival mode and I did things that I shouldn't have done because I was in survival mode. When I came out of survival mode, I was like, well, what scares me more than trying this new thing 
is going back to my old life. So, and that was, I mean, like when I talk about the decision of something better, it was, I either try something that I don't want to like grilled chicken and broccoli or, (laughs) or this workout or and now like I never really took into consideration like what do people think what is it going to be like what okay well let's just try it because it's something not from the beginning of my trauma so I never really I didn't even research a lot of the stuff that I did I just jumped in and tried it and then found out whether I liked it or not which I mean apparently I have a trend of being in every male-dominated industry I can possibly find contractor you know, a uh, competitor and, you know, author, all the things. And I'm like, yeah. okay, we'll just keep this trend going. But it's only because I was willing to try something and I didn't realize that there weren't other women in it. That yeah. wasn't intentional. Yeah. And so the, all those things are pretty spontaneous. Do you, um, do you now, or did you before, like, were you a real goal setter outside of those things? Like, did you say, okay, I want to do these four things this year or during this time? Like, how, how do you approach that yourself? Because you're a pretty spontaneous person, it seems too. Well, uh, not necessarily spontaneous, just willing to try something, you know? And so I do have goals and I've, you know, since I was working in Iraq, I did, I, I worked four years in Iraq. And since I was working there, I realized that you have like these short-term, long-term, and then these legacy goals. And I didn't, and they should all build like, again, reverse engineering. What do you want your legacy to be? And then build backwards to that. And then what can you do today that works towards your legacy that every decision should be made towards that? You know, it's like towards something better, towards your legacy. And then it will be easier to discover. It'll be easier to discover what you love and what you don't love is because you know what you're working towards, even if you don't know what the blueprint is entirely. Um, so for me, it wasn't spontaneous. It was like willing to try. And yeah, I do have goals, but a lot of the times when you're starting out, and this is something that I, I actually do a lot of coaching on right now is how to just establish this consistency, establish this mindset, establish the mantra. What's the blueprint look like? What are you actually working for? Who are you doing this for? And, um, and from there we can create your brand, right? So I talk about this, but you, it's really, really difficult to jump in and say, oh, I'm going to eat well every day. I'm going to have this schedule. I'm going to have all these things because these are my daily goals. And then my monthly, weekly, you know, yearly, annual, it, it really can be overwhelming and daunting. Mm -hmm. So I, I love taking it. And, you know, my thing is super simplify, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like stupid, simple. Um, And and I just, I love creating that. So actually that's a couple of the things that I've been doing lately is just helping people not be overwhelmed Yeah. with, oh, I'm changing my life. So I have to do all these things at once. No, you yeah. shouldn't actually. Yeah. Well, so I do and, have goals still. It's just, yeah. To well, and, and now. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what you are doing now, because obviously, um, you know, that it's shifted a little bit because you were very kind of, um, you know, some of your businesses before were very fitness oriented. It's not to say that's not (laughs) the case, but, um, but then you've, you've went into something that's, that's probably quite a bit different. First of all, why kind of the, the decision to kind of go into that type of work, like from a a talent perspective and, um, and, and what kind of things are you doing there? And, you know, as an entrepreneur from that standpoint. So um, Jamie, I'll tell you, 
the three projects that I have going on in yeah. Dev, and I'll do a little, a little sentence for each one. That way, you know, like collectively yeah. what I'm doing. And, and for me, just getting out of the, not getting out, but like really kind of not pursuing the heavy fitness, um, model for my, my work was a matter of time because I love fitness. And I think that it's a really great conduit for changing your life. But what I really am about is just like owning yourself, knowing who you are and being able to live your best to you. And that will change over time. And so I could have made a really great living doing exactly what I was doing before, but then my, my soul would have started to hurt. And it kind of did for a while because I wasn't really living my true purpose. And that purpose never changes, but the application changes. So for me, um, one of the things that I'm really excited uh, to we'll kind of go in order, I guess, is, is uh, this corporate wellness called CAN. It's a, pro, a multi-month program. It's a super simple process of mindset, nutrition, movement, not exercising, movement, mm-hmm. and then um, self-healing. And what we do with that is we implement it into the corporation. We're able to track every of this, all this data it's HIPAA compliant. It's also insurance. Like it has certain data points for each insurance. So we can yeah. get a better rate for the insurance and the insured through the company. Yeah. Um, that is, that's like basically my fitness uh, career rolled into one beautiful package yeah. <laughs> of, yeah. of like what I really like to, to do it, which is educate, elevate, and like empower people. To well, be it's able kind to of a, a whole life approach too, right? It's not just it kind of exercise of what people would think it's full wellness. So yeah, it is. And it's, and it's sustainable, you know, it's how I live my life. Mm-hmm. And again, like those little goals, it's, it's layered in, as I talk about in my book, how to layer in success, it's the same yeah. approach. So I want, like, I love that I still live by this word and whatever has changed for time, I've tweaked. Um, But for the most part, all the principles are the same. You know, almost 20 years I've been living this way. And I'm really excited to be able to share that, especially from the top down versus just person to person. And it's, you know, my business to business. And then we can, um, you know, we we get to actually expand beyond that. So that's can. I'm really excited about that. That's one of the things. The second thing that I'm doing is actually like, um, like executive coaching. So exactly what we're talking about right now, kind of what I've told you before, this is a one-on-one coaching process where we kind of examine what you're doing with your life and what your goals are. A lot of these people that I'm coaching want to have a fitness brand. They want to establish like this following. They also want to have like their programs and what they know are their like secrets of the trade or, you know, like what, what makes them them. I get to help enhance that, make it into a brand, make it into a workout program, help grow the social media following and really give them all of the knowledge that I've had over the last 15 years in this industry and hyper-focus them, right? So I get to use my expertise and my institutional knowledge and give it to somebody else and save them a lot more time and heartache. Um, And that's that's been really rewarding for me uh, personally. Yeah, And then collectively, my husband and I have built a few smaller uh, companies. You can say smaller companies, I guess. Uh, smaller projects. One is the agency. So people are probably going to find this the most controversial. I don't know if you've okay. read my agency uh, bio. Okay. No, I, yeah, I know a little bit that <laughs> it, little is, bit. it is a different concept. So it's, right, there's cool. not much of that out there, I don't think. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And again, in a very male dominated industry, yep. there's OnlyFans, there's fan time, there's Lemon Social, there's all these subscription fan pages, right? Yep. So you have, and I will be honest, I have my own subscription fan page yep. and people were super shocked to find that out. And they're like, yep. why? And I, and for me, you know, I put any, the content that I put out there, and this is something that I really advocate for my clients is that any any content you want out there, be proud of it. So don't let the fan dictate what you put out. They're coming to your site for you. And for a decade, I was on the cover of a dozen magazines. I literally have them like over here too. Yeah. And, you know, I was either implied nude or half naked. And they all made millions off of my body yep. for the same content that now I get to control. And for me, and like, listen, my husband and I work on this together. So for me, it was, why am I now going to be slut shamed for controlling the content and making my own money off of it? And by the way, like not doing anything that would like, that is beyond Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, have you been on Twitter lately? Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> I have to take it off of my, I, I got on Twitter and yeah. like, just like, yeah. So I was shocked. Um, that's, that's pretty like surprising. So for me, I actually help a lot of these other girls that have either been in the, in the fitness industry or the reality TV industry that want yeah. to have their own page, but they don't want to, and excuse me, you don't have to be banging to be on OnlyFans. Or like they want to be able to control yeah. their content and have something that is fun and playful and empowering, yeah. but not driven by like, oh, the fan asked me to do this. I have to do that. No, you can tell them no. Yeah. And you, yeah. you own this. This is your platform. So yeah. I've obviously, I feel very passionate about this yeah. and we've been managing um, a handful of girls that really like we just teach them how to navigate this in a safe way with healthy boundaries that yep. they stick to so no matter when and if content gets leaked it's fine we actually help them remove it we just launched this other agency that all of our all of our clients get for free like it's part of their deal but content controllers so anything that gets leaked we get removed usually pretty i mean super fast yeah. So, I mean, it's another level of protection for them. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like copyright for a magazine. You can't copy pictures and then sell it. Same yeah. way that you can't just copy, you know, copy this information and put it out there. So we've looked at this in a couple of different ways. And I really love what I do because it gives these women like a, a true empowerment of yeah. what they've kind of gone through with reality TV or, yeah. or being, you know, pretty much being exploited in whatever the, that area was. Now they get to take control back. Yeah. Give them an extra level of protection, I guess, too. Uh, that helps as yeah. well. Yeah. In power, you know, like yeah. you don't, you don't want it out there. Don't put it out there. But, you know, for people like you're a mom and, you know, they, they really just try and push me down. And I'm like, look, yeah. you can't, you can't change how I feel about you're the one that bought my magazine. Yeah. Yeah. That, Tell me why you that's bought a good it. point. Yeah. <laughs> good point. But, you Not know, because I have a great heart, yeah, and I yeah. do, but you know, like that, yeah, that yeah. cover was not, you know, I wasn't buttoned up head to toe in a snowstorm. Yeah. yeah. 
So like, <laughs> and, and I guess that's the one thing, Christmas is is that I mean you have a big social media influence, and um, and some of those people will that you're talking with as well. Is um, is that difficult when um, you know because opportunity comes with that obviously, but the other side is is that you probably have to deal with a lot of negativity and uh, judgment and all of those things as well. And um, I mean, I even just think of things recently that are that, that happened not long ago, and you see videos out there and all that fun stuff. Um, is that is that difficult? I guess from from your end to have to to deal with that all the time. Um, I mean, I've been dealing with that since for, you know, since social media began, you know, people are going to love you or hate you for whatever reason they decide and however they choose to see you is their decision. Nothing I can do usually will change that if they have a negative thought about me um, or opinion. However, like most people, uh, it's kind of just, I don't even care anymore. Like they have no impact on my life. They yeah. don't know what happens in my relationships. They don't know what happens at my home. And although they want to assume it because yeah. they get to see a little clip here or there, yeah. um, which is probably mostly highly edited and then filtered and all the things. Yeah. Um, I just kind of like know that they have some personal inventory to do as for themselves. Sure. And I really don't let it affect me anymore. And that's one of the biggest things that I do with coaching with um especially any of the new girls that come into the agency or my one-to-one coaching that i do for the brand management is that it's they're going to come at you regardless and it's your decision on how to take that with grace or ignore whatever but you you if you're like the sweetheart with no haters they are going to tear you up as soon as you fuck up so yeah (laughs) well is there is there a real difference Christmas between what people I mean because people all have a perception of you because they see you on TV and things like that so it's uh, do you you yourself think that yeah (laughs) uh, like yeah exactly Uh, do you do you see um kind of what people perceive as you and then think um like is there a very big difference from your perspective of what people see of you and what you are at home when you're just kind of you know by yourself and relaxing with your family um I mean that so I probably yes actually and this is something that we've I've talked together with my media group and stuff um it's like I'm actually really silly and quirky and like kind of like silly funny you know (laughs) I mean I I like make fun of myself I make weird noises I make weird faces uh I laugh at my own jokes hysterically (laughs) like I'm definitely that kind of person and I don't think people realize that I'm that quirky and I won't even say funny. I'm just quirky. Right. So yeah. it's because I've been, what people have seen me is this very serious athlete. Like I, mm. I get after it. And you know, my mom says, which is hilarious. She's like, you know, when you, when I, when you see it flip, it's like, I make a honey badger look like a honey bear <laughs> and she's right. You know, but that has been, that is my, like, I, I have one goal. And that is it. So if you come in between, it's never personal. I've never been like, oh, I'm going to beat this person. I never have looked at anything like that personally. Mm-hmm. And because I just see the end goal and I know what I want to achieve and I know how to do it. So, um, you know, if you happen to jump in my way or like a crossfire, then yeah, I seem highly aggressive because I am highly aggressive for my goal. So from there at home, I'm like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to have like casual competition. I stay out of that. So I just like, 
I'm like the silly referee, you know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll throw stuff at people and be like, no, that's not allowed. I'm more, I'm more of like the cheerleader um, person in real life than the, the, the bulldozer. Right. And, yeah. and I, you know, I just love hanging out with my family. I love being lazy. who doesn't um, who doesn't but but i think that people wouldn't think that of you like that was that's the one thing is sometimes it's just you know what would people be surprised to know about you and i think a couple of those things would would be the ones because they do often like even even on tv you're in a situation where it's still a it's still a competition regardless i mean so there's there is that right so and also like let's go ahead and put cameras in your house for three months nonstop, and you don't okay so yeah See how, see how well, like on your, on your really hard days where you're just like, I'm over it. There you go. Are you going to have some judgment now? (laughs) How harsh are you judging? So that's that. And I, we joke about it, but at the same time, it's like, no, seriously, these people are the ones that um, probably need to do some internal reflection the most. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I guess the, the last thing that I thought is that a lot of, um, I think especially young women look at you for your strength and your perseverance. And, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll just ask because you obviously have been working with other people now too, through, you know, the different businesses you have and things like that. Um, how does that affect you knowing that, um, you know, those people are looking to you because they do see that strength and perseverance and resilience um, and, and what you can kind of maybe provide them? Oh, you know, it's kind of funny because like being out of like the circuit of doing the events and everything, you get a little bit more removed. But, you know, we whenever Memphis and I go out, we we always run into somebody and it never ceases to amaze me that that impact is still there. Um, and I, I, I don't know sometimes like it's you know, I, I feel like sometimes I still have like the, the imposter syndrome, like, oh man, that was a lifetime ago. What am I doing now? Uh, but I, I am, I'm pr- like, I'm doing very different things, but I'm very proud of them. And I'm using my knowledge to empower women and to share that strength. But I, I also, I just like, I also want them to know that that wasn't exactly how it was. Like at the beginning of this conversation earlier, it's like, no, that was learned and that was a decision. Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing that I try and teach anybody. It's like, look, I, I am no different than you in the way that we have the same opportunity every day. I just made a decision and I kept making that same decision and it, it continued to grow, you know, perseverance, consistency, whatever you want to call it. It's the same application, discipline and consistency. So I just kind of, I always just think about how, how like, I mean, I didn't have that. So it's kind of wild to think about that. It's that it's, it's still there. Yeah. And, and what right. you're known for in a way, like it's, that's, that's, that's pretty cool I'll that you it. never used to have it. And now that's what people look to you for. So, yeah. And I love, I love that because it shows that you can. Yeah. Very you can cool. Figure, you can do it. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Okay, so one thing that we we ask everybody um, Christmas is is you know we we try to get and there's lots of things here that people are going to take away anyway. But let's say um, um, you know if there's there's someone out there is, who's looking to kind of build some influence, build a fan base, any of those things. I mean, considering kind of your your background and and uh, and and some of the things you're doing now. Um, what would be a couple of steps? Like if, if someone's thinking of first steps as to okay, what could I do? Do you have a couple of recommendations for them? Um. 
Yeah. And there's, this is <laughs> first contact me. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> but ultimately really like you just have to, it's such a buzzword for a while. And I think that it just got overdone. Like it's kind of like Instagram was, is now like so polished. Stop mm -hmm. being polished, mess up, be weird, be quirky. Like just, you have to find, like, you have to find you and what you love so much and become obsessed with it. So become obsessed with you and your, your like legacy and your goal and what you want and everything you, that you decide from there will fall into place because it's all based on that intention. Um, and people, it takes time. People want it overnight and there's all the algorithm hacks and stuff like that. We won't even get into that, but ultimately yeah. in order to like really what you want to build your fan base for whatever reason, you have to be known for something specific and hopefully that specific is you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I have a lot of clients that are like, oh, well, I'm really good with the moms and I'm really good with the, the, this and that. And I have the list and I go, okay, great. But like, what, what are you, why, like, why do you want to appeal to everybody? That's like, I just want to be liked in high school. Well, I wasn't, Yeah. <laughs> but I like, I just teach them. I'm like, people are going to come to you for what you do or how you make them feel or like something that you thrive. So if you don't love it, don't do it like you will hate it real fast. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's great advice for basically anything. I mean, you know, that's, that's <laughs> a, whatever a job or anything that you're in is that eventually you will not be able to stand doing it. So, um, and it'll, so it'll burn quickly. <laughs> it, it will like that's, it might be great for a little while, but uh, it won't be long before you're, you're not going to want to be there anymore. Um, no. if, if people are looking at, um, you know, being able to, contact you like they said and and maybe if that's that's something they want to do but also follow kind of what you're doing what your companies are doing what are some of the best ways to do that christmas uh you know i i'm kind of still on all the platforms christmasabbit.com instagram is christmasabbit my agency is catalentagency.com yeah. um i really love our branding and it's it's true it's like an elevated uh look because it's not the traditional agency for that yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, just like reach out, send a message on any of the platforms. I mean, I answered them, but like, this isn't really Christmas. I'm like, no, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, what we'll do here too, is we'll put all that in the show notes. So people, if you missed that for some reason, just go into the show notes, click through and, and uh, yeah, make sure that uh, you get in contact because there's some great stuff there. So um, I know you have been super busy lately and, and lots <laughs> of big things going on. So um, first of all, thanks so much for taking the time today. I'm sure people took away a lot from, from this Christmas. Appreciate it. Jamie, you're always amazing. And thank you so much for your patience and um, <laughs> consistency. Hey, okay. hey guys. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. <laughs> no, you were, you were really wonderful. And I appreciate you just following up and just being, being there. Cause it was, you know, you've seen my journey over the year and I just, I yep. appreciate that so much. So thank you. No problem at all. And again, uh, everybody should make sure they uh, check out Christmas's stuff, um, some great stuff there. And again, uh, hopefully we'll talk again uh, sometime in the near future and uh, good luck with everything. But uh, and to Absolutely. everybody else, Thank you. Um, you know, again, we'll uh, we'll talk soon on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks, Christmas. Thank you. Hit that subscribe button yet. Go on. You know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast.
Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore bigmoves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.